0: You're now rocking with Big Oose Radio. Yes, sir. Big Manny Boog. Hey. <laughs> What's going down? How you doing, Uso? I'm
1: good, bro. How you
0: doing? I'm doing well, man. So I'm excited about this uh, segment. Every, yeah. I'm excited about every segment yeah. that we do. Man, it's just all, always new and fresh. And just excited to be able to share our thoughts around different subjects. And shout out to all the followers yeah. and everybody that have been purchasing merchandise and have been sharing the podcast listeners I think we hit our our 1,000 yeah. listens um, a couple weeks ago man yeah. so
1: thank you guys we appreciate all yeah man
0: that that means a lot you know so we appreciate your support how can people follow us if on social media Manny
1: yeah on uh, Facebook you can follow us we set up a page the Big Goose Foundation so go on and check us out on uh Twitter uh we got the app Big Goose Radio 1 number one and then on uh IG just uh, at Big Oose Radio. Yeah. Um, so if you click on those, uh, type us in in the search bars, you'll be able to find us in our uh, kind of like the segments we cover. Yeah. Uh, episodes, merchandise that you can purchase and stuff like that. And so, um, yep. Shopify. Yeah.
0: Right? It's Big Oose. What is that site? Big Oose. It's um, big dash dot com. So you go on there and purchase some merchandise there. Um, we appreciate all support, everybody that's mm-hmm. been purchasing merchandise. Um, this first one, we we're a little slow to get off orders, but, you know, we're still, it's still a work in making as far as us getting uh, up and going. But we appreciate your patience yeah. and your support. It means a lot to us. So mm-hmm. thank you all for supporting. So. Um, Continue to go on there, log on, and just hit us up if you have any questions about anything specific that you like, but we're excited about, you know, all the support that we're getting. So we're talking about working with youth. If you've been following, if you follow Manny and I, 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 you know that we have been working with young people. How long have you been working with young people, Manny? I feel like, well, you know- um, A factor in like ministry, all that stuff. Like how many years, how long?
1: Outside of ministry?
0: No, with including ministry.
1: I would say about 10 years now. Wow. Over 10 years. And so, you know, my dad was a youth pastor. That's right. And so I see him do a lot of this work and not knowing that I would become, you know, youth leader uh, today. And so, yeah, a little over 10 years and just, you know, dealing with people and being that person that people can come to and talk to and stuff like that. So over 10 years you've
0: been doing this for a long time too yeah i have i have been. i've been you know god called me to do this um i want to say 2000 2001 2002 maybe 2002 maybe around there so over over 15 years of working in ministry wow. uh, working with young people and being someone being a young person who also had and experience in making a bunch of mistakes, I've grown, and God has shown me that I've I've been able to use the, my past and the, and that story, yeah, my own story, definitely. to help other young people navigate life. So it's been a it's been a great journey. You I know, love I, it. I love it. I love it too, man. It's nothing. There's nothing more empowering than than helping young people grow and help helping to kind of steer them in the right yeah. direction. So
1: I want to share this before we get into our segment um yeah when I first got into this field um uh, because now I work with you know the Pierce County right uh, juvenile court uh, but what got me into this field was um I was really passionate about doing this kind of work and yet I was every day I woke up finding myself in the warehouse mm. and nothing wrong with it you know I got full benefits yeah you know paid, good paying job and stuff like this but I remember waking up one day going to work, miserable. And it's been, it, it, it was bothering me for a couple of mm. weeks. And I, I called Vince, cause I know Vince had a lot of uh, connections to the community and stuff like that. And, and so I said, Vince, you know, and I won't be shy to say this. I was tearing up when I was talking mm. and I said, look, I go home and I feel like empty. Mm. I feel uh, like there's no purpose in my life. Like I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be doing something else. And so, you know, Vince pointed me in the right direction, got me plugged into um, the right program and, and people uh, who work in this field. And ever since then, Vince, it's been, I love this work. Man. Mm. I really love working with kids and, and trying to get them, you know, like you said, steer them on the right path of mm-hmm. life. And so I just wanted to say thank you, bro.
0: Yeah, man. It, it You know, I don't take <clears throat> any credit for that, Manny. That, that's your heart. That was, um, it was predestined. God had already said that. Mm. You know, in place in that path, and I was just the vessel, man. Yeah. So no, all glory and credit goes to God um, for His direction and for ordering your steps, man. I was just the vessel that it came through, but that's not on me. You already had it in you, mm-hmm. you know, and so it was just a matter of of just pointing you in the direction that God was already yeah, sending yeah. you. So. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful for the work that you do because it's important work, working with young people. It's not easy though, right? Yeah, it, gets, it gets tough. And so being a person, a young person, Manny, who, who works with young people, you dedicate yourself to working with, you're going into juvenile detention, you're going into the homes of these young uh, people uh, and meeting with their families and helping them to mediate, or facilitate, uh, some type of intervention that essentially will help one build stronger relationships and families and then two more most importantly help redirect um, young people away from places like juvenile detention Mm -hmm. and making bad choices what is your given your own experience as a young person and who and you've shared on this podcast that you made some mistakes growing up um, what is your philosophy on working with young people on parenting your own should you also are a father yeah to beautiful two beautiful uh, young men yeah and so what is your philosophy on parenting working with young people given your experience what is your philosophy working to support young people
1: i think i think the biggest thing that i've seen um in my own personal life and then even walking into um, houses you know nowadays because i the houses that i go into oops, it, it can range from the hood you know small box apartment all mm. the way to mansions you know and i've done, and i've walked into mansions before and i say that because it shows that no matter if you're <clears throat> doing good in life or if you're at your worst right that the issues are still there <clears throat> right you know what i mean and so um on this parenting segment that we're that we're doing um i i found that one of the biggest things the biggest problems whether you're from the hood you grew up in the hood or you live in a mansion Is communication Mm -hmm. from parent to kid the biggest thing is communication talk about that um in this world that we live in now we got to understand the differences as as, you know like you mentioned i'm a parent you're a parent and so our lines of communication that we had with our parents back then it don't work the same way Mm -hmm. in this era that we live in now you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so we didn't have the internet like we do today we don't have the fancy apps and the fancy phones and all of these things that and so there's so much that's pulling away from parental guidance right does that make sense yeah absolutely and so like i can tell my kid this 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 and this and how to you know morals and respect and how to treat people well but when he leaves my home and goes to school or goes you know go play at the park or wherever there's a there's much more that's pulling away yeah from my teaching. Um, you know, there's much more things working against him than for him, mm. and so that's what I mean by communications, uh, lines of communications that get blurred sometimes because sometimes they come back home mm-hmm. and they got a whole different theory that they learned from their friends at school. Mm. They got their whole own different theory on God. Mm. They got their own theory on religion life. or respect life. Yeah, you know, and stuff like that. And so we got to be really mindful about what are my kids coming back home with. You know, Mm. you you can only hope and pray that, you know, everything that you teach in your home will stick with them. But we've been young before. Yeah. And so we understand, you know, that sometimes when you go and you hear your friends talking about this and how they, their parents handle situations, you figure, well, I think that's the best way for my home to handle mine. So you come back with that theory. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that goes into communication. Mm -hmm. and, And so that's just one part of it. Right. And so...
0: Was there a difference when you talk about communication and you think about and and folks listening in might be able to relate to this or or might not be able to, that's fine. Is there a difference in communication that you see in your time growing up between you and your mom and dad versus the type of communication that you're
1: having now with with like Jairo because he's a little older? Yeah, and so, you know, going on, along with the same lines, on the same lines as as um, so many things that's pulling away from my teaching that I teach Jyra, right? And So when my mom and them taught me, um, a lot of parents that were, you know, in the community or, you know, my friends um, were teaching their kids the same thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when we go to school, we're speaking the same language, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. some things may be different, you know what I mean? But... Um, things like respect, things like love and honor and how to care for people and, and so those things are always has always been solid right? Mm-hmm. When when my son now grows up, you know, even in the home because we have technology now, we have the internet now, so I'm going to share your story um, Jara watched this video and it's this YouTube guy, right? He mm-hmm. does this, these YouTube channels and his streams and Jara said, dad we need to go buy a bag of Cheetos Mm. and I said why and he said oh I, I, I watched this guy and he said because the headset that I had bought for Jara wasn't bluetooth right mm-hmm. and so the kid on the video was telling Jara if you rub if you rub your headphones <laughs> against the bag of Cheetos it'll turn it into bluetooth mm. and so Jara <laughs> he was so like and so just, serious about this he like,
0: wanted that bag of Cheetos man. man he said
1: dad we gotta go get a bag of Cheetos and, and so I had to tell him like oh no that's not how it works yeah know? um that's not how you get bluetooth a lot of these guys are saying stuff just to get followers and just to mm, things, you know and so yeah what i'm trying to say with the story is because it took me a long time to convince jarrah that it doesn't work that way right but how quick was he able to just believe the person that he saw on the internet
0: mm, yeah you
1: get what i'm saying and, yeah. but it took me at least triple the amount of work that that guy took to convince myself. Mm-hmm. Then after that conversation, you know, after because I got kind of mad, right? And yeah. I was like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and so after, you know, I I, I squared that away with Jarrah. I said, hey, look, it doesn't work this way. Blah, blah, blah. I went home. I mean, I I went to my room and I'm thinking, I'm disconnecting with my kid. Mm. You know, for him to be able to listen to something, you know, 30 seconds, you know, three minutes on the internet, and then take me triple the work to convince him that it doesn't work that way. I need to do a better job of communicating with my kid Mm. because again there's so much more things pulling at his attention
0: Mm. wow that is that's crazy so did you buy the bag of Cheetos? no (laughs) (laughs) so communication is is super important so what was it like what was that communication like between you you and mom and dad growing up as a young boy
1: it was it was really good um, mom and dad was uh, youth leaders right. in, in our church, youth pastors in our church and so we've seen a lot of the work that they've been able to do with other kids but I'm not going to lie and, and say that everything was perfect in our home because there was moments where um, and you, can, you you probably experienced this doing the work that we do because I, I do the same where it's so easy for them to reach out to other kids mm. But not their own Mm. And so there was a time where You know, we went through that But for the most part My parents were always there um, You know, coaching me And telling me that everything You know, whenever I had an issue um, They would um, just be there for me Always asking me Always asking me You know, what's going on How was your day? How was school? And so it wasn't until I got to a point where I I allowed things to mess with what, Mm. What I was taught and then I start to question everything yeah. that they were telling me. You know, you come of age, or you, you know, the teens years, and you think, yeah. nah, man, I know how to, I know how this goes. And so that's when I, I remember now that you bring this up, that's when I started asking a lot more questions. Mm. And they started to, I started to see things different. Mm. And so it wasn't so much that my parents wasn't there. It was just, I opened my mind to other things mm. that weren't, you know, that weren't aligned with the things that they were telling me. Yeah. You know, the things that they were showing me
0: because so that that makes it makes a lot of sense in terms of. And if you're somebody who works with young people and you have children of your own, you might understand this concept. So I understand a little bit of where mom and dad are coming from, because as a leader, someone who's a leader and you work with young people, maybe you're working with them in a church capacity or you do it in your day to day job, that naturally sometimes what what happens is. And I've 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 learned a lot through this, too. And my own parenting is that. You naturally think that oh because I'm teaching all these kids or helping these other kids my kids my kids should automatically know what my expectation is and the truth is that's not the truth that is not the truth and I've had to learn it's false it's false and so just as much as you invest in kids if you're a youth leader in in your day-to-day job or whatever you're called to do in ministry that that your kids don't also equally need that same attention exactly. and support. Yeah. And so in my mind, there were moments and seasons, you know, in my parenting where I had to realize that. And I don't say that I was like, you know, I, I've never was like, didn't pay attention. No, that wasn't me. I'm a, I'm the type of parent I'm invested. You know, we're the type of parents, Judy and I are invested in in, in, in our children yeah. 100% in everything that they do. You know, I make it a point for me to always say, I love you to them. Yeah. Always, yeah. always, right? It's huge. And, and I think about me growing up, mom and dad maybe more so dad wasn't as vocal right yeah. it didn't necessarily mean that he didn't love me because i knew i knew my parents loved me and and i knew it through their actions mm-hmm. through everything they sacrificed I, I i saw their love and when they would you know wake up to go to work every morning and and how would they pr- provide yeah and that was different and i think that in the Samoan culture that there's a balance there too and and when you're a little more verbal I and mean, there are some parents, parents who are a little more verbal about too that verbal. Uh-huh. too verbal you know <laughs> you know but i i made it a point because I, I wanted to you know i wanted my kids to experience and know that every single day yeah. they wake up or every moment that i can as a father as parents to say yo i love you. love you i love you i'm looking in your face i love you so you know that's important i think that yeah, and so I just mentioned that because yeah. I know where Mom and Dad is at, yeah. being someone That's,
1: who's. I was just gonna ask you, like, what do you think that problem is for people who, you know, work with kids and stuff? And you just hit it right yeah. on the nail. It's 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 that we automatically assume. Yeah. Hey, they, you know what I'm doing. Yeah. You should. You, you, you hear shit. what I'm telling Junior and so, and so and so and so and so. You hear what I'm telling yeah. these kids. You should already jump on board. Yeah. Not knowing that. Oh, they need their personal time need too, just like you personal. give all that time to, you know, so-and-so. Yeah, You gotta give that much more time yeah. to your kid because that's your own.
0: Yeah, and that's what's good. It's great to have a partner, you know, my wife or your yeah. partner who who encourages and, and reminds you of those things. You know, that's the importance of marriage is, is that you have that other person yeah. who's in your ear who's helping to guide you. And, you know, truth is Judy would say that like, hey. You know just as equally you know you're giving your time to other children and the work that you do because you're naturally called to it because that's just me and young people gravitate (coughs) to that and so wherever i go i can just connect with young people but i also have to remember that as a father i have my own children who equally need that time and so i I just mentioned that so that you know but it's true you know can understand that
1: let me ask you a question yeah and so uh, what do you think how important do you think affirmation is in
0: our parenting. I think it is, it is very, very important. And so my philosophy on working with young people, even uh, big pieces of my parenting, are tough love. Yeah. Tough love. And so I, you think about those two words. Think about tough yeah, love. break
1: that down for us.
0: Yeah, so I think that it's, you think about tough, you think about the discipline, right? But, but the love part is the most mm. important piece mm. uh, to it all, right? This is the discipline keeps accountability on... Yeah. And, and order right but then the love piece that's that's that that that's what helps to smooth out the overall messaging of how you're working yeah. to support young people or your or your children like because you have to an affirmation right so yeah. for 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 example if I discipline my child because they've done something wrong or they haven't done you know something in accordance to what my expectation mm-hmm. is one I'm gonna address that and say yo this is what you did wrong And I'm going to tell you why you did it wrong. But then the love part is, but this is what you can do better. And that you did make a mistake, but you can bounce back from that. You can right that wrong by learning from this. And I'm going to be there to support you versus just showing the tough side all the time.
1: I heard a judge say this one time to an uncle uh, because there was a dispute between the uncle and the nephew. Um, he had taken the nephew and because, you know, the parents had passed away and stuff like that and the uncle was just like super hard on him and then the judge was crying and he said, man, this kid could be gangbanging and you say it's tough love, but if all I see is the tough, tough, if, all mm. the tough if all he sees the tough, if all he sees is the tough and no love, yeah. But that ain't tough love. Yeah. And so a lot of, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's it goes along with what you're talking about.
0: And the love will always outweigh the it tough. Has to, the yeah. tough is, mm-hmm. is, is what keeps them in order so that they're following and they're learning. But the love is what's going to help to cultivate, cultivate and groom and it, yeah. what the expectation is for you as a parent, or you as a leader, or you as a youth mm-hmm. worker, mm-hmm. right? And so some parents, and the truth is, that if you haven't experienced that then it's hard for you to yeah. see what that's yeah. like right so if you're a youth worker and I've worked with youth worker helped to train them and I see and I've seen different programs and, yeah. and people want right? to write to me that scared straight tactic doesn't work
1: yeah
0: that that's, that approach doesn't work you're going to scare me into wanting to make the right choices yeah. there's a piece of that no nah, you it has to be balanced with love you know so that's that's my philosophy on on working with young people is is tough yeah. love
1: I think I think that's a huge thing for for you know like we're talking about affirmation uh, to be there, to yeah. Physically be there. I yeah, think that's another thing too. I, I talk with a lot of parents and you know they they cry and you know and I'd be sitting there and I'd just be like, it's simple, but it's not very simple. It's just what, what happens. I think, Book and you you can you know jump on this if you want, if because our parents had limited you know. Resources right? Right. on how to be better. And so as technology and everything else, not just technology, but everything else grows. Mankind
0: yeah.
1: grows. We learn and we evolve.
0: Uh,
1: right? And we yeah. learn some new things. And so a lot of times what I'm seeing is the parents are not caught up to the generation that's mm. out them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, there's that huge disconnect. There's no bridge. Mm. And so our job as parents, I feel, is to build a bridge between me and my son. That yes, I, I understand that you you're in a whole new world that I didn't grow up in. There needs and in the middle of that bridge, you know what we find, bro? Understanding.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's good. Dad, I
1: can't be mad at you that you don't know this, so yeah. I understand that. I I gotta leave you room for error. Yeah. Because not if if we didn't if we were perfect parents, there would be perfect kids and there would be perfect human beings. Right. Unfortunately, it's not like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. Have, we have issues. Yeah. Every family has them. And so I think on that bridge of understanding, if nobody's able to walk their side and I walk my half, then there's, we're never going to meet an understanding. And that's a lot of problems that I see when I go into um, homes. and you know, not just the work that I do, but outside of the work that I do. When I deal with youth, you know, when I deal with random um, people that that want to come and talk to me about their kids and stuff, it's, it's very um, troubling to yeah. see that. My kid has to walk this half of the bridge, yeah. but I'm not willing to budge. Absolutely. Because I'm a parent, he should be listening to what I say and whatever right. I say goes. We don't live in that time no. anymore. We don't live in that kind of world no more, you know? What's your take on that?
0: Jesus got down and washed the mm. disciples' feet, right? Why did Jesus yep. get down and wash Peter and the rest of the disciples' feet, right? And and, and I say that to say yep. that it's, it's servant leadership yep. is that he did that to, Jesus did that to, to be the example to us that right, whoever wants to be first must be last, right? Yeah. So but it's so it's that mindset and that concept of 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 of, of a balance and how you support one another uh, from parent to child. But you know affirmation is this is affirmation because this is important yeah. that we talk about affirmation. Yeah. Affirmation is as a kid who's coming to you to a parent and saying hey dad hey mom yeah. um, I got you know three B's, a C, uh, and a D. Yeah. And then you as a parent say, right, you're you're either in that moment you're gonna right, focus on what on the D. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And make that whole conversation about the D. Yeah. Or you're gonna celebrate the small wins, the B's that she's got, yeah. or or he's got, and they come back and say, Oh, mom or dad, I got four A's now and one B. Or and you're gonna sit there and just, you know, dwell on dwell the on B, one. right? Affirmation is saying. Hey, babe, I celebrate, oh, hey, son, I celebrate yeah. those A's. Excellent. I'm so, how did you do it? Keep doing it. Yeah. Affirmation is saying, okay, you you got the B, that's cool, but I know you can do more. Yeah. And I, lo- I know you're going to do more. You know, that's affirmation. That's yeah. what kids are looking for. That's and great. in some instances, you get, you know, folks that are parenting or are working with young people who are f- so focused yeah. on the, what might be in their mind, the injustice, yeah. or what's, what's yeah. going wrong, yeah. right? That that's taking over with our conversation. The kid is just looking to be affirmed like, man, say to me, like the A's were dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you know, I work hard to get those A's. But here I, I bring you the four A's and the two C's or two B's. And you're talking to me for 45 minutes about the two B's. What about <laughs> the A's that I got? Yeah. Talk, you know what I mean. Yeah. So affirmation is saying "I love you, son or daughter." It's always un- affirming them, yeah. always celebrating those wins yeah. because that that pushes, and that's that's where, in my experience, young people are looking to be acknowledged in yeah. that space. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Yeah. And so, you know, the other day. I was watching this um, interview um, Mm -hmm. on the Steve Harvey show and he had brought Cube up, Ice Cube, West Coast. Hey. (laughs) He brought Cube up and then uh, he was asking Cube um, um, because, you know, I guess in the celebrity world, they deal with the same issues, right? And we know this. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like I said earlier, right? It doesn't matter if you're doing good or you're doing bad. Issues are issues and everybody has them. know and so basically what he was telling cube he was asking Cube, what's what's made it work for him and his daughter Mm. you know and and i really like because i tell gina this all the time and cube was saying um, the same thing that we're talking about it's communication it's understanding it's coming to a place of agreement right and i think the biggest thing that i that that i wanted to pull from this is is that that i pulled from this because cube said you know don't ever think because my problems their problems that my kids problems are not as big as mine mm. to me that they're not big mm. you know what i'm saying yeah and so something like like q was saying um you know if, if they dealt with a broken heart at you know 15 16 17 18 years old in their high school years don't think oh that's just puppy love as a parent yeah oh, that's just puppy love you'll get over that I got real problems to deal with. I got bills mm. I got to pay. I got to worry about the lights being on. Don't ever dismiss their feelings mm. about what they're going through. Yeah, because I'm going through problems on a larger mm. scale. And that's good. Do you see that as an issue with the kids that you deal with and parents that you deal with, or or have you experienced where, you know, there was moments in your life where you're like, oh, maybe go go play over there. Sorry, I, I I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to you know do things like that. All the time. Yeah.
0: Like all the time. Like. You know, I'm, I'm far from the perfect parent. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm still learning how to parent given whatever experience I have working with young people. The truth is parenting never ends. You're always learning, you know, different ways to parent. And what's the best thing to do to ensure that your kids are making the right choices or that they, it leads them to the outcome that. Um, we expect it yeah. sometimes that's where the rub is is because we have this heavy expectation yeah. on our young people and on our children And it doesn't meet the expectation of what in their minds what they want yeah. and so then then we're hitting we're running into, into wall, each other yeah. into a wall running into each other and then that creates friction and now They've kind of turned away from you know because they're not interested yeah. and so that very thought that you bring up is super important because because if you don't pay attention to what's happening in their mind yeah. or in their life because you have, your problems are yeah. bigger, mm-hmm. that essentially could take change the course of what you want your t- yeah. your child That's, to go, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you That's didn't true. take the time to find out and then they try to problem solve on their own mm. because, well, mom and dad's problems way too bigger. Yeah. They got to worry about keeping the lights on, paying the rent, oh you know, all God. these things. So my little thing, because I'm, You know tripped up here because my heart is broken I'll have to figure out for myself and so then what does this young person do they turn to social media social
1: media
0: they turn to their friends and then while they might have some good friends they might have you know friends who just don't have the type of wisdom or answers that they need and so if you're not available as a parent right and they turn to those other outlets to find those answers and then they do something that's detrimental to their life or, yeah. or, or or that's you know not in agreement with what you want, then you're pissed off. Yeah. Now I got, now I got, now as a parent, and now I've been there, you know, now you're operating out of pure anger. Yeah, yeah. Right, because I'm not even looking to problem solve. You messed up, so now I'm gonna deal with it because my anger, because I'm upset. Yeah. Right, there's no logic in any yeah. of that. But if we just taking the time to understand and meet young people where they are at
1: At, yeah
0: right and that helps us and then kind of dive in and ask questions see what you can do right and easier said than done i could sit here and spit on this all day but as a parent it takes time it takes practice and i think
1: i think like going off of what you said a lot of times as parents we confuse that that um thought process right Mm. so when we were talking about tough love earlier Everything that I'm doing now in this situation that you just mentioned is all out of anger. Yeah. But I'm spinning it in my head as, oh, it's tough love. Yeah. It's not tough love. Yeah. It's not affirmation. No. Because it's coming from a place that's not um wanting them to grow. You know what I mean? And yeah. cultivating that growth. It's it's straight. I'm mad, I'm upset that you did yeah. this, and I'm gonna punish you for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's coming from a place like that. And so I think it's real important, you know, what you're talking about, and, and even what Cuban mentioned is that um, one of the things that she said was the social media. Mm. Because if you really think about it, a lot of our kids, a lot of our young people look for affirmation. Mm. Look for um, um, people to just justify their their their
0: yeah.
1: feelings or, you know, th- their actions. Yeah. So if I don't, so say this, right, Vince, I'm your kid, right? And I go to you with an issue, right? Yeah. And you don't, you brush me off. So I go and vent onto social media i don't get the number of likes that i feel mm. i should get so now i feel like nobody's there listening nobody's to me. affirming you nobody's affirming me yeah nobody's rubbing my back and saying hey oops, it's gonna be yeah. all right i only got two likes on this post i thought i was gonna get like 40 because i thought more people would agree with me mm. so now i feel alone mm. now there's nobody there yeah i i, I I'm, I'm depressed yeah you know what i'm saying and yeah. so um i think teaching our kids where to find our affirmation from is important yeah. because like you said we got good friends but we well, got we got best, we got yeah. best of yeah. friends too i think another big thing too um, is 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 uh, when when the parent is not there who's gonna be there yeah you know what i'm saying yeah when everybody else is gone who else is there who's left yeah only one person yep and if that person is not the center of the household and everything's going to fall apart, man. Absolutely. Who is it? Yeah. God, man. Yeah. God has to be the, the, center. the center of yeah. every family. And I say this, um, um, you know, from experience. Mm-hmm. You know, there was moments where God wasn't the center of my yeah. household. And I've watched my family fall apart. Dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the moment where I made that decision, um, as for me and my house, we will serve, serve the Lord. The Lord. I've yeah. seen God work tremendously at bridging gaps mm. you know what i mean yeah
0: that i say that all the time people yeah. are asking this work like vince how do you do whatever you do yeah. to help a young person be be you know become successful or turn or whatever it is and right you can sit there and, and say like you know in in our world mm-hmm. working with yeah. young people people say you know what evidence-based model do you implement <laughs> to help and then the truth is uh, it's only God like people ask me that and in my mind as a person of faith and sometimes I'll just have to you know just be bold and say man it's, it's the Lord
1: yeah
0: it's the grace of God it's the love of the Lord and that it helps you know and that same love that's in me that God has loved me with I'm using that same love to help support yeah. your child or my yeah. child that's all I'm doing so the, if you ask me for well, where's the curriculum, it's called the Bible. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. The curriculum sure is the Bible. You know, there's nothing more evidence-based yeah. than the Bible. We know that as people of faith, and so that's why I thank the, I thank God for the Word of God. Yeah. You know, for His gospel. That's what keeps us grounded as people of faith. The teachings in there and the Word of God. I can share that when I don't know what to say yeah. to my child or young person. I can say turn to God, because yeah. He'll never let you down. Never, never. You know what and, I mean? and I
1: think, like, you know, we we mentioned this so many times, bro. it's, it's God is the best example of whatever you're trying to be. Right? Mm. I mean, anything that's good and positive. Right. And so um, if I'm trying to coach my kids, who's the best coach? God. Absolutely. If I'm trying to parent my kids, who's the best parent? God. Yeah. When I feel like my father's not there, who's the best father to me? Yes. God. You know what I'm saying? Who's the best pastor for me? God. All mm. these things that you you know, these models that we want to look up to and be like, if, if we focus in on God being the model, oh, man, he's flawless. Yes, yeah. his, 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 his record is flawless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no blemishes and nothing. He's He's perfect. And so why not get that example from a perfect example?
0: Exactly. And, it, and it's it's an ongoing process yeah. like we don't learn it overnight yeah. parenting is yeah. a it's a 100% commitment you have to there are so many different elements to it that I've learned in my time as being a parent evolves, yeah. I've learned so much from working with young people you know and it's it's tough when you and I'm saying this to people who who work with young people on a day-to-day basis yeah. and so what happens is so if you're meeting these young people and they're they're sending them to your program or to you or you're right they're calling you manny yep. to go into their house why because there's an issue yep. right and and that issue means that in some way shape or form that young person that family is broken yeah and they're calling you to come and help to try to yep. piece that together well here's the here's the issue right or, or not an issue but here's here's what most people that don't work with young people understand is Right, so I commend parents. If you're a parent out there doing doing this yeah. job, parenting, I salute you. Is that if you're working with these young people in this capacity, is that now they've come and they've they've given you that brokenness, mm-hmm. their brokenness. And so if yeah. you're working with young people, just say for a long stretch, 10, 15 years, and you're seeing people coming out, dudes out of detention mm-hmm. with all these crazy stories, they're coming to you, Manny. and here's my, yeah. here's my broken story, yeah. here's my broken story, here's my broken story, here's my broken story. Fix it, mm-hmm. fix it, fix it. Right. And so you have to take that in, right? And and parent your own children through that while trying to help what you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. So I only say that to say is that, you know, for for people who don't understand, if you don't work with young people, that's what you go through. And that's yeah. that that's tough to deal with. But you know, and that's why, like we mentioned earlier, is 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 God. Yeah. Is that the word will speak for us on what we need to do, but also finding a balance. You know, if you're somebody that works yeah. with young people, with you know, shutting that off and saying, okay, you this know, is what I, I am, mom. right, <laughs> and creating a filter yeah. for yourself and saying, yeah. okay, this is so that's much true. I can take. I'm not, you know, I'm gonna help you, yeah. but I also have my own. Internally, you're thinking I also have my own children to parent, and that's important. So, yeah, man, things like, and I'm glad we talked about this earlier. Social media, man, because yeah. that is like you said, like if I post something and I don't get any yeah. likes. Like that shoes there's no affirmation there because i'm not getting it from at home or wherever else i'm jumping to social media and then oh i do i do a certain thing on social media like yeah. i take a picture or something that's right and i'm getting all this attention now i'm like okay i'm more apt to okay i'm going to continue to do whatever i'm doing even though it might be dishonoring to my family to my parents or to who i am at least i'm getting attention you're
1: finding your affirmation right your model is different yeah you know what i mean yeah it's not on the morals that you know that you were raised by i think i think another big thing that we talked about earlier too that that i want to stress before we end this segment is is for parents you know i encourage you guys don't ever think that your problem your child's problem is not big enough for you guys to talk yeah. about you know physically being there for your kids um asking them how their day was and little things like that you will you will learn that you will your your kids will keep less and less secrets yeah. from you the lines of communication you know if, the, if you keep them open and always be there to and it might not be the best grades yeah and that might not be the best situation that they're coming to you with but as long as they know that you're an open door every time yeah you know the worst the worst feeling is when you get kicked out of the house and you go to that so-and-so person's house to you know and your mm-hmm. uncle and the door's locked
0: mm-hmm. right yeah then where
1: do you go now yeah and so i say that to say this always be an open door yeah. always be an open ear for your kids man and so we only speak like this only because you know not only that we're parents but we do this work yeah. outside of our home and we see the struggle yeah and, and, and we're
0: saying it to yeah. ourselves yeah exactly we're saying we're not here offering <laughs> saying like oh we're manny perfect, and Boog are the experts yeah. no like we're saying this we're as we speak this we are speaking to ourselves yeah we because
1: are a lot of stuff park. that a lot of stuff that you share like i'm learning yeah, you know, I don't want nobody to think that we, we had all this yeah this information and stuff that we printed off. That like I'm literally we're we're literally sitting down having this conversation, and I'm learning a lot from what Boog is sharing, you know, and I'm sharing from my experiences and my heart um, of of things that could help the community. Yeah, you know what I mean. It but so, it's just a balance of tough love. Yeah, and that's
0: how what I would offer to whoever's listening right now is yeah discipline your children, but teach them, you know teach them the right ways uh-huh. if they're talk uh-huh. with them be open and I, I i'm a father who has to raise four girls yeah and now uh a fifth on the way yeah thank the lord one <laughs> boy so that's not always difficult so if you're a you're father
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm not sad i'm happy i'm i'm blessed
1: so it's like six was well, six women versus you and Vinnie. Plus my wife. Yeah, six, right? Yeah, so, so it, well, it'll be five. Yeah,
0: it'll be six <laughs> versus Vinny and I. But if you're a father who's working, working, or raising girls, yeah, that's this predominantly women in your household. That's also a very yeah. different and special dynamic because the truth is, I I'll never ever know as a father what it means to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Only my yeah. wife. Yeah it's her job to teach the girls how to be women i can i can do my best in giving them you know guidance in what i expect for them to be as christians as human beings but as far as being women i could never teach my 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 girls how to i have an expectation of what i saw in in women that were strong women in my life who were my, my, my my parents shout out to my parents you know all of my parents i have been blessed to have you know more than one person I call That's mom. Cool. More per- one, cool. more than one person I call dad, and I've learned yeah. and developed through all of that. So I would say, uh, before I hand it over to you to just yeah. kind of say some closing words around the segment is that if you're a parent, and you're listening to this, is is here's here's a uh, something that Judy and I always talk about too, and offer it to you, when I was listening, is that, you know, you won't get it right as a parent, and there might be times where you have an argument or whatever it is. But I I remember going to a, a wedding and I remember the pastor conducting and I don't know what it is, it was early on in, in our marriage. And I remember sitting in the in the in the chapel watching these two people that I love and care about. But I remember the pastor that day, he was a Palani pastor. Mm-hmm. And he told, he told, um, he told the couple, there's three words I could I could preach, sit here and preach to you all day long. But three words I'm gonna offer if you wanna keep this marriage strong and going on forever. And the three words are please forgive me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So forgiveness,
1: yeah,
0: is is offer yeah. forgiveness. Be forgiving as a parent, yeah. you know, and loving your your children, loving one another. That's through huge. that is super helpful too, because we can get because of the expectation that we have yeah. as parents that that could kind of like yeah. you know, just kind of move our yeah. move us away from what we what we what we expect to just kind of like divert us from. The objective and that's yeah. to love and raise our children yeah. so think about that as in your approach so i would just offer that to listen whoever's listening to <laughs> be forgiving forgiving in your approach to utilize love to be available to be open to so that your son or daughter can come to you and and share and tell them that you love them yeah. and affirm them it's huge affirm them
1: yeah think, so that's my two cents bro that's good i think i think forgiveness is huge um, um you know we didn't get a lot of time to talk about that but you know we'll, we'll get another segment where we'll do this again yeah you know, we'll absolutely about things like this but you know for today uh, communication affirmation listening understanding them mm. um letting them know you know setting the right models in their yeah. life and and just physically being there for your child uh being an open door being an open ear you know whatever it is um tough love you know, some things that she said, tough love, and then forgiveness. Yeah. You know, forgiveness. Don't ever forget that we were once young. Yeah. And when we were heartbroken, we thought it was the end of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that problem is, it might be a major problem mm-hmm. in their lives at that time. And, and our job is just to be there and coach them through that tough time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what
1: I mean? But most of all, at the end of the day, God, man. Yeah. God being the center of our families, uh, we will never go wrong mm-hmm. when we go with God.
0: Absolutely. So, Big Goose Radio, you're listening to us. Say something, say something, say something. Stay, mm-hmm. them. Stay locked in with us. Ding-dong. Big Goose Radio, you're live on the line with Manny and Boog. Hey. This is some really great conversation around uh, working with young people. And I'm excited to continue this conversation. Um, We have a special guest with us, right, man? This is somebody who's actually close to you, right? Yeah, somebody that I grew up with. And
1: um, every time I'm going through something book, I always call this guy (laughs) for some mentoring. So he's been there to just kind of walk with you. He's been a life coach for me.
0: Been a life coach to you. That's amazing. So I want to introduce to you, uh, to all our listeners, Mr. Paul Ching. He is an ordained minister uh, with a master's in counseling. He's a licensed professional. Um, He's finalizing his doctorate in psychology. Um, He also has a private practice called About Life Counseling. Um, His approach and outlook on life is, and and really comes and derives from his model, which is you are created on purpose, for purpose, for for a purpose. And so ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Mr. Popo Ching. Hey man. Wow man.
2: That's a big intro, bro. Thanks, man. <laughs> Bugs and Manny. Hey man. Hats off to y'all, man. You guys doing some great with the community, man. So glad to be a part, bro. Glad to be
0: a part. So Paul, you're 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 thank first of all, thank you for being on the show. We appreciate you taking the time. We know you're busy with your practice and everything that you all the work that God has called you. So tell us a little bit about yourself outside of right my kind of formal introduction. Tell us some stuff, you know about yourself that that's important for, for our listeners to, to know.
2: Yeah, man. Well, hey, man, you guys are in Washington State. I grew up in Washington State, man. I grew up uh, um, in the rough areas of Tacoma, but, you know, it was one of those ghetto families that got bust out into Puyallup, you know, to uh, be a part of Section 8 housing. So kind of back and forth as far as like, you know, from the hood to, uh, you know, being around uh, suburbia, man. So that was uh, early experiences of adolescence. So, you know, experiencing one subculture from another, you know, being Samoan and, uh, you know, growing up in church, but at the same time being exposed to some other opportunities that, that, you know, just affected who I was as an individual, you know, part of that was, you know, my story, man, I grew up with the disability born club footed and, and, you know, um, having post polio, uh, which is like muscle deficiency in the legs. So I always grew up, you know, with the gangster lane, you know, always had to <laughs> struggle with my right walk, my head. And, uh, but, yo, man, that journey of young adolescence and figuring out, man, why did God create me, man? You know, why couldn't I be regular like everybody else? Everybody running mm-hmm. and, and doing things. And, and so that was kind of my narrative, man, early on, man. With that, I struggled with depression, anxiety, some other other poor life choices. Uh, but, man, through God's grace, man, through uh, mentors like Manny's Pops and just, uh, you know, influential. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people that came into my life that that taught me about the healing of counseling that put me on the journey and the path to where I am to be a licensed professional counselor but also integration of using God's word man as part of you know building me up as far as character beliefs values and culture man so uh so yeah again man roots roots in Tacoma man and uh (laughs) that's dope (laughs) that's (laughs) so
0: you're a Tacoma boy where'd you go to high school
2: Oh, no, man. Uh, pr- probably early on, man. Early adolescence, man. So, I grew up in Tacoma, but, man, a lot of a lot of schooling in Puyallup, man. So, probably, like, uh-huh. elementary years, bro. And, wow. and then, yeah. And then junior high, I linked, moved to Hawaii, man. And that's where I linked up, man, with, with uh, you know, Manny and, and his family. And, and then, you know, Pearl Harbor Ministries up in in uh, hawaii so, you know. yeah they went to school <laughs> down to Kooli, man so represent the item man so yeah so so wow to... that's
0: amazing that sounds like an ama- amazing journey one i want to say thank you paul uh, for your commitment to this work and Dang. just as we i listen to your story it is encouraging and empowering uh to me to actually but to both manny and i yeah and 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 for those that are listening in, so we appreciate you taking the time out, man. We're excited oh, man. to have yeah. you on the show, brother.
2: Yeah. Means a lot. yeah, man, honor to be a part, bro. honor to so, be a part
0: so me and so Manny and I are having this conversation in this segment, we've decided to kind of uh focus on parenting, focus on working with youth. If you, you know already, Manny uh, works with young people and and myself, that is my background. Yeah, working with young people here in Tacoma in Pierce County and been doing so for you know for a long time now and so we definitely feel like yes, this is the work that God has called us to do and so we've been able to just kind of bounce bounce around different philosophies that we have given our work the training what we've seen definitely what the word says around how to parent mm-hmm. um, and then and then more importantly how to serve young people and and from our perspective, it, it isn't, you know, where we have all the answers, right? It it really is just us sharing our experience right. and what we've seen be effective in our time in working with youth. Our question to you, uh, Paul, would be, what is your philosophy um, in regards to maybe parenting or working with young people? Yeah, man. Well,
2: man, you know, working with young people, man, if we could use like the context of, what they go through, man. There's like subcultures within a culture, man. And so, you know, we Samoan. So we got the Fa- Samoa, you know, <laughs> inter- integrated into our values and who we are. But, you know, we're not in the islands, man. We're not in the know, man. We're, we're in, you know, the States, man. So the subculture of all these influences, man, whether it's hip hop or, you know, whatever teens get into what's trending. I mean, uh, figuring out like their individualism and identity there, there's kind of like those influences that are that are pulling a lot of young people into that. Ultimately, like you know, their shift of self-discovery, but like figuring who they are. I mean, if I could just speak to our Samoan people, man, you know, there, there's just that. I don't want to say conflict, but but sometimes there is because you're you're trying to figure out like who who, who you want to be, who are you, um, and, and then you know, part of that is figuring out like. You know, goals and, and, and what do you want to live in life and who, who do you want to be in life? And, and sometimes those goals are limited amongst our people if, if, if all we see are models that, you know, aren't, 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 aren't the best models, man. You mm-hmm. know, like when I was growing up, man, you know, it's either you, you grow up to, to gangbang or you grow up to be a pastor or you grow up to, you know, work and then, you know, support the family. You know, but, but man, if you look at God's plan and greater vision, there, there's bigger things, man, that he wants us to, you know, do. I mean, who knows out of our Simone people, there could be the first, you know, president, you know, or, or lawyer or doctor or, or counselor, you know, more than just athletics, you know, more than just Absolutely. You know, what, what culture says we, we can do. So just kind of thinking outside that box, a lot of that has to do again, man, with, with the raising of the community, but if your community is limiting. You know what I mean? If your community yeah. doesn't think outside the box and says, hey, let me empower you, let me, uh, you know, believe in the best in you. And, and, and if that best means leaving outside of our Simone home and not working at home, but, you know, going somewhere else, then, you know, let me let me see you flourish. And and, and so I'm not saying that's how it is now, but, you know, in some communities or, and just even in my experience, you know, that's 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 kind of stuff I've seen, you know, Um but, you know, we you know, like that song, you know, we can change our stars, man. You know, we we can change our narrative, man. We could be more, man. We're more than just our environment. You know, we, we can we could be something greater, especially when we follow God and and uh and dream big for ourselves, you know.
0: Yeah, that's you talked about now you shared in your own personal story that you dealt with things like depression. Mm-hmm. You also yeah. talked about identity. Now we're talking about culture, you know, there's you know, yeah. what is your cultural identity. How did you overcome those, those obstacles? Yeah. Yeah, man.
2: Uh, well, f- I'd, I'd say the first thing was like a connecting with positive models in my life. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so I had models who like, man, I felt like, okay, if I follow him, this is where I would be. But ultimately that, that relationship with God was what kept me out of trouble. Uh, and, and, but believe in people, Like, Manny's pops, you know, he was very influential to me. But there was other guys, too, who I looked up to uh, musically, you know, other guys I looked to where I'm like, yo, man, one day I could be that. Um, And in connecting with that and their story and and looking at mine, I'm like, man, I could rise above, you know, ultimately my faith in God, man. Because when I grew up, Mm. uh, you know, with depression, anxiety, a lot of that was, you know, hating on God, bro. A lot of that was like, man, why why, why do I got to? Why am I born like this, you know, with, with, with crippled legs and everybody around me is, you know, doing their thing and living life. And and, and I, so I grew up with the chip on my shoulder. But, man, when I was young, I used to like to fight and I had a lot of anger issues because, uh, you know, yeah. everyone around yeah. me was, you know, they're like, I, you know, my mindset back in the day when I was young. Oh, man, you can walk, but I can beat you up, you know, you know, I, you, you know so, uh but man, if it wasn't for intervention as a young adolescent, you know, through the through the power of God and 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 knowing that hey, he had, he created me on purpose for a purpose, and really, you know, connecting with that truth, I don't know where I would be. I mean, a lot of my boys I grew up with in uh, in Tacoma, man, a lot of them were locked up, man. I could think of mm. two best friends who were locked up, you know, growing when I when I grew up in Washington, Tacoma area, and then one of them who committed suicide. You know, I mean, wow. just a lot of craziness. Right. Wow. But but, you know, uh, but but again, through through that constant revelation that God is real, that he created me on purpose for a purpose, that, you know, my, my pain is only preparation for my destiny and that mm. my past doesn't dictate my future and that, yeah, I'm Samoan. You know, Chinese, uh, you know, I grew up around a small, you know, area in Hawaii, but like, man, through giving my life to God and just really allowing him to use me, I've been able to travel throughout the United States and, and just, you know, speak on platforms, not only glorifying God, but then, uh, you know, addressing issues like mental health, because part of my approach is is my own individual story, you know? And so Mm -hmm. when I work with young people, man, when I get to speak into their life, yeah, there's some biblical integration, but like, I try to come with, you know, other things that I've learned in school and just things I, I hold to as a, as a therapist. But, um uh, but
1: yeah, that's,
2: that's been part of my path, man.
1: You know, Paul, it almost sounds like, um, everything that you were, you know, like, like you said that you were, um, born with a deficiency and, and you've gone through some things in your life and instead of like concentrating, I think, um, what I'm hearing is that for the, when you were growing up, you looked at it as a negative thing. Um, but as you grow, as you grew up, and and you surrounded yourself with positive people, it kind of it kind of made you look at your deficiencies as, yeah. as hey, I can get out of this, and right. I can, and I can make it, even though I got this. Yes, I grew mm-hmm. up in a small community. Yes, I only got a few people to look up to, but I can. That's enough for me, mm-hmm. All right? Yeah, 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 bro. And
2: a part of that because there were times where I had nobody to look to. You mm. know, that's where you know, relationship with Christ, you know, helped me, you know, get my mind right. But then also believing like the best that God has for me mm-hmm. is, is, is the best of what I make it happen, you know, as I put him yeah. first, you know, um because man, yeah, there are times where I struggled and times where, man, it didn't look like, you know, things were going my way, but like some had to rise up, man. And then even believing and trusting in that, man, Um man, I remember going to school, man, I was you know, leaving Hawaii and going to school all the way to Missouri, man. Cold winter weather, man. So mm-hmm. that, that just that move yeah. in faith was a struggle, you know. But but man, God, God has a plan, man. So that that ultimately put me on the right path.
0: You, and you mentioned, thanks for that, Paul. You mentioned mental health. Now when you talk about mental health mental health and you think in terms of our community of people, our Samoan people, that's not a, a, a very easy discussion to have. Yeah one i i don't think that we're equal i think about um our elders have mm-hmm. are, are are well equipped to you know handle that or have conversations around that or there's this kind of um there's this thought around you know you know that that stuff like that really doesn't exist yeah right in in in, in our culture it's one of those things where i, I remember growing up um if i if i got hurt or something, my mom would always say, right, go get, go get the Vicks,
1: <laughs> right?
0: It's like, I broke my one. leg, go, go get the Vicks, right? Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of that, you know, frame of thinking, Yeah. you know, when I think in terms of our people that when we think about, when we talk about mental health, that one, we're not equipped, so our natural answer is because we don't know how to talk about it, we say, go get the Vicks, right? right? What would be... What would be your message to listeners now who are, and yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm talking specifically to about maybe parents who are working, who have children, who they're seeing some of those signs and don't know how to navigate. What would your right kind of professional advice be to them? Yeah,
2: man. See, I think the, the, the first thing begins with, with understanding, like how do we grow in empathy? You know, because, you know, Mm -hmm. like Laughing Samoans say, man, we're different generators, man. And and, and what worked in the context of Samoa doesn't work here in the U.S. And then we got others who who lived here in the U.S. and they're still raising their kids. But it's still different, man. You know, what was trending in our day is not trending, you know, then. And and, and, Mm -hmm. man, the devil, he's crafty, man. So he's got a list of negative influences, devices, things that he's trying to throw at us that that, again, takes us away from our well-being, that takes us away from our happiness. And for Samoan parents, man, with them, and just for anybody listening, non-Samoan as well, man, the body interprets pain the same way it interprets pain physically, you know? Mm. So if the body interprets emotional pain, physical pain, mm. I mean, it, uh, mental pain, it interprets it the same way. So, you know, we're so quick to go to the hospital when we have physical pain, but when mm. we have mental and emotional pain, we're so slow to deal with it thinking all the time yeah. to feel it. Or sometimes we say give it to Jesus and we pray. And 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 you if you've talked to people who deal with depression and who who've been on that side where they feel defeated, yeah, they've prayed. They prayed. <laughs> they, prayed. Yeah. they they spent time laboring, but you know, weed or drinking or whatever device that the enemy will try to confuse us with say will say, Oh, you know what, that 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 helps me better. So in that it's a false coping skill, you know, that that robs mm. people of being their best life, and then it's a facade and then it turns into an addiction. But our emotions man have jobs you know and if we're not allowing our emotions to wow. do their job then they they will they'll, they'll, they'll stay dormant you know they'll, they'll stay stale. Yeah. i mean what makes fresh water fresh is the ability for the water to flow freely but if you pour that same water in a cup and you just leave it that water becomes contaminated you know mm. and that's and that's just like our emotions i mean another analogy i use with kids man you get a coke bottle and you shake that bad boy. That's an example of our emotions. A lot of times in life we're shaking and we don't know what to do, whether we're mad or sad or, or angry. And then when we open that bottle up, man, all that soda oh. splashes out. But, yeah. you know, you, you do the same thing and then you you, you open that, that, that bottle slowly and the fizz comes out. Right. And, and, mm. and then we're able to control it. But that's just like our emotions. You know, we need to learn ways of coping to where, man, our emotions slowly fizz out instead of constantly being shaken by life and in that we don't explode. Wow. Wow. You know, because <laughs> you know, wow. you know, I grew up with cats. You know, you, we know that saying, you know, you know, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. that comes out when, you know, they're again, they're doing a, a bad coping skill as far as, you know, you know, <laughs> drinking, drinking or, or and I don't want to condemn anybody. I, you know, I know where you are in life. But man, there's there's a better way, you know. And part of that better way is sitting down with a professional or someone who you who will let you filter, you know, who will let you, mm. you know, fizz that stuff out with no judgment, with no condemnation. Okay, brother, yeah, you're struggling and you feel like you you want to kill yourself. Well, let's 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 talk about that. Let's process. And usually, you know, it takes some training because I love our church people. I, I love people, you know, who try to help. But sometimes in our help, we're being toxic. Mm. because it's about the need of the person and sometimes when people are going through emotional hurt or pain all they need is someone to vent to and all they need is a listening ear they don't need the preaching because i bet you they know more scripture than you yeah Yeah, they they don't need to be judged because they feel it every day you know they don't need to be taught you know they, they they just need someone who will not take their drama and yeah. they make it their drama. They just need someone who could who, who can sit with them and, and then process, but then, you know, have uh, coping skills that's healthy to where, man, they can be their best selves. And ultimately, man, that's what God's plan for our lives is, is to be our best selves, to win, to be that man of God or woman of God that we can say in life, regardless of what comes to my way, I can stand and smile at the storm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that so, so yeah. Yeah. So yeah. those are some things, man, in a nutshell, bro.
0: I appreciate that. You just dropped some some gems on us. And I hope, I mean, for me, I'm definitely encouraged. And it just kind of shapes my perspective in terms of how I look at things there. And I definitely feel like everything that you just shared now makes so much sense. And so uh, I hope for our listeners that are listening in that they can, you know, gain a sense of awareness, that they can apply these things to how they parent. Mm-hmm. What would be your... What would be your advice, or um, just kind of some gems around uh, parents who are working with young people who who have a similar story story to yours? Yeah, um, you shared. Um, I mean, as far as how, what can they do to to support them and to help? Because I mean, that's yeah, that's that's ultimately what you know what we're invested in as parents yeah. is to, to ensure that our our children are successful. But yeah. there's so much. There's so many different barriers around communication, around understanding, you know, what young people are dealing with. Mm -hmm. I mean, what would you offer to parents who are parenting or, or, or professionals who are working with young people in that regard? Yeah, man.
2: There's there's so much I want to say on that, man. But let, let me say this real quick for parents, man. Um, Let me, let me just, just say this, man, how your children view God Mm. is a reflection on how they view you. Wow. Mm. How you parent is a reflection on, and, and I want us to think about that because you know in our Samoan community with our methods of discipline, sometimes we go over, yeah. overboard, but we <laughs> <Yeah>. don't, <laughs> we don't demonstrate restraint and control with and, and 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 true discipline, which is you know what what God is right. God is a God of order. He's also a God of love, and and, and so I get the discipline, but we got to come around with love. You know what I mean yeah. to to build our son and daughter up. You know, and, and sometimes there's power in our words. The more we use our words in a way that beats up your child and robs mm-hmm. them of their best self, and 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 to where they believe the lie instead of the truth. But then expect, but expect them to be smart in school, right? Yeah. Mm. But expect them, but expect them to like, you know, change the world. Uh, but you, but you you call them <laughs> stupid or worthless or and, and, and you know, I, I just want to speak like you know, there, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. But but you know, some people's love language is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And, and and so we got to speak that, you know, over our kids at the same time, you know, I, I get it. You know, I, sometimes the behaviors in our kids, what we see is yeah. is, is is secondary, man. That's not the, the issue. You know, the issue might be that kids need to want you to be present in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, that kid may that 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 issue instead of, you know, being bad in school has nothing to do with them being bad at school. They just probably want mommy and daddy to hang out. You know, mm, and, wow. and these and these kids are 15 and 17 year old. You know, and and so in that there's like a pattern that's built up that, you know, that they're like, okay, well, I don't want to or I don't care anymore. And and usually, you know, uh, you know if you if you have a kid that's not talking to you and you're like, well, they never communicate. That's that's they 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 always communicate. It's wow. just are we it's yeah. just are we paying attention because their physical yeah. behavior. I mean, I was one of those kids. Who, man, was bad in school, at the principal's office all the time, and I was really, <laughs> I was really communicating that, man, I, I wanted to be noticed, you know, mm. I, I wanted attention, and it didn't matter what attention I got, if it was bad attention, at least I got it, you know. That's good. But I, but I really wanted that attention from my, my mom and dad, you know, mm. because the only attention they gave me was because of my disability, you know. But mm. I wanted other attention, you know, to say, Hey, son you know, and that didn't come until God started doing some reparative stuff, but that that took time, you know. But one more thing about and, and many if I could address this, you know, with Absolutely. mental with mental health, man, there's a stigma. You know what I mean? Mm. There's a stigma that says, oh, man, why do I need to waste money to go send my son to listen to somebody and talk to them? And mm. I don't know if that's going to work and, and blah, blah, blah. And and my, my challenge is, um, you know, again, with with emotional hurt, you know, hurt people, hurt people. I mean, the worst hurt is church hurt. I mean, that's another yeah. podcast, bro. I could go on and on and on about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, But with that hurt, man, it leads to to, to bitterness and bitterness and anger and and, and there's so much of that being passed on to the next generation and and, and that's why you need mental health professionals, man, people who can help you process and get that that, that stuff out, you know, because, you know, if it stays in and it it leads to a lot of other stuff like medical things, man, from stress to, you know, bad relationships, you know generational curses if you guys believe that but it's basically passing on negative behaviors you know to the next and yep. and my encouragement man is that you know god created mental health professionals for a reason you know mm. they're, they're another uh means of god's grace on purpose for a purpose you know and, mm. and so i've seen it in in action because i've done my own you know work but being a mental mm. health professional getting to uh man service families and kids um everywhere man i mean uh, sometimes I'm like, man, God, I'm not worthy, man, to be a Samoan kid who grew up poor, who didn't have much, but being able to counsel professionals who are lawyers and doctors, and a lot of these people are are, are Caucasian or different levels, and sometimes I'm humbled that I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, why, you know, dude, I'm wow. not not worthy, but again, it yeah. highlights God's grace and plan to say that no, you yeah. know, because heal people, heal people. I've given you a platform and I've placed you, uh, but not only you can do it, there, there's so much other people who I who I desire to walk into that healing too and live their best lives as well, you know? Yeah. And so I say all that, man, to, to challenge the stigma that, man, God created that on purpose for a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's another means of healing. And, you know, there's so much things out there, so much that could be said on that. But I just want to encourage uh, people, man, if you, it's part of your benefits, man. If you got insurance, uh, mental health insurance is covered, man. You know? <laughs> Um it, it is definitely becoming an issue when you see a lot of our pastors, man, who yeah. are struggling with mental illness and then even yeah. commit suicide. I mean, that's another yeah. thing, you know. So if it's affecting yeah. our leadership, how much more does it affect our common people?
1: Wow. That's good. You know, Paul, I think about um um the generations that grew up before us, you know, our parents and our parents' parents and and a lot of this stuff wasn't, you know, nobody was aware of these kind of these kinds of things, all right? Yeah. Yeah, And so now um, we have so much resources on how to help us in parenting and how to, how to help us be good leaders in, in our families and our homes. And I think that's one of the most important things is for for our listeners and even for ourselves to remind ourselves that there's help out there now. Yeah, yeah. And there's more resources out there from when, you know, because I, I think about, I share this with Boog that, you know, when I was growing up, uh, my parents probably only know, knew three ways, you know, three ways. And if it didn't work, then they didn't know what to do. You're out of the house. Right. Get out of my house. Yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? And so, and, and, and not just me, but a lot of my usos that I grew up with, same thing. Their parents only had one strategy, two strategies. And if those yeah. didn't work, get out of the house, right. You know, go go find some place to live. Yeah. And I just wanted to, you know, just listening to you talk is very encouraging to, to let our listeners know that, Hey. We're we're in a, a different time. Technology has moved up, and all right. these things are growing around us. And it's time for our people and, and everybody else, not just Samoan people and Nepali community, to take advantage of these things, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's yeah. <clears throat> it's so amazing the work that you're doing, Paul. And I, I appreciate you as a young Samoan. I said young. <laughs> no,
1: like
0: hey, I'll take it. I'll young. take it. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 no, for myself, I'm referring to myself, and man, it's young, someone, man. I mean, it's encouraging, man, all the work that you're doing out there, and, you know, and you think about, and I know you're not going to mention this, but, I mean, you know, all the different accolades that you have in terms of having your own practice, you yeah. know, you know, pursuing education to have a master's doctors. degree, get a doctor's degree. I mean, that those are, those are, are very important landmarks in life, you know, but for young Samoan men, um, the hope for us and the work that Manny and I do is that we can introduce more of these young men to folks like you, to people yeah. like you who are doing this work, to be encouraged to say like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can be be like Paul as well and have your own practice, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? And you can be, you can go outside of Tacoma, you can go up in Tacoma in a, lo- a little small neighborhood and actually... Go on and move on to do better things if you trust in God, yeah. right? If you know and understand your purpose and, and, if you, and if you strive for excellence. So we appreciate you being on the show, uh, Paul. It means a lot. We look forward to connecting with you in the future. Yeah. On, on other podcasts. Um, just want to talk a little bit about um, how can folks follow you on your social media?
2: Yeah, man. Well, I'm at on Twitter at P. Poaching, you know, pretty simple. I'm also on Facebook. Just look up the name, um, read more about my bio and what I do in counseling. You can look up uh, psychologytoday.com uh, forward slash and then Paul dash Poaching. Um, you can just Google my name man, and some stuff will come up, man. So uh, message me, man, if you, you want to know more, I'd love to connect with you, speak some life into, into you. If you're, if there's some uh, fellow polys, man, who are interested in, 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 in going that route of psychology, man, I want to encourage you, man. You know, there's more of us. I think what pushed me to want to pursue that was, man, I, I didn't know a lot of uh, Samoan psychologists, man. So that's a goal yeah. line, you know, uh, but there is a lot of, there's some, you know, who are doing some things in Australia, but I don't know many in the U.S., man. So for yeah. our people, yeah. that's something I want to push for, man, and, and and just be a light that says, hey, we can rise up, man.
1: You know, we're Absolutely. more than just
2: athletes, man. You know, we're more than just strong, yeah. handsome people. You know, we got intellect, too. You know, we're loving the Lord with our mind as well, man. So that's, yeah. that's something I like to advocate and push for, man so that's so awesome. yeah thanks are you that. are you
0: pastoring now in texas
2: yeah so right now i i'm at a well i'm an associate pastor right now i've been, tra- I've been traveling bugs right now just speaking at different churches um, okay. right now we we are praying about a church to take over it's a balangi church man and mm. so there's a couple we're just saying lord whatever you want to do but Probably in May, man, I'll probably take up that mantle sooner or later just because of wow. some opportunities that are open. So uh, so it's cool, man, because I grew up, you know, Samoan church and Samoan different mentality. But where God has placed me, he's taken me out of our Samoan realm. And I've been ministering to non-Samoans, man, helping non-Samoans. And uh, and it's a beautiful thing, man, because it shows how uh, God could, could take us anywhere if we put Him first and if we dream big, you know. Uh so don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Our people are, are proud and beautiful people for a reason, man. We just got to keep exposing who we are. So, yeah, man, it's been good.
0: That's awesome. We have a bunch of listeners that are that listen um from Texas. Oh, OK, Polynesian. OK. Polynesian. So I, I, and that's why I mentioned that. So if they want to worship or find where you're at, where, where can they go? What's yeah. the name of the church and city? Yeah.
2: So right now it's in North Russian Hills. It's called Life Church. Life Church at North Russian Hills, um, and so yeah, man, that's that's where I'm at. Life Church, North Russian Hills in Texas, and so or Fort Worth, Texas, man. Or you know, again, just follow me on Twitter at PPO Ching, and I'll you know get keep the updates coming, man, on uh, what's next for me. But yeah, that that's what I'm doing.
0: We appreciate you, brother Paul, for yeah. being on here. I know um, that this is been very uh informative just in regards to just different gems and information that you've dropped on us uh this morning and so our prayer for you brother paul is that as you move in, into different parts of the community in the city wherever god has called you that that he will give you strength that he would give you the words that he would give you anointing and favor Amen. Uh, to continue to to build his kingdom this means
1: so much to us so Thank you from the bottom of my hearts. Man, you want to say anything? I just want to say thanks, Paul. You know, I know you personally, and, and um, I was really excited to have you on the show because I know um, the gems that you have um, dropped in my life
0: mm. uh, and,
1: and things that I've struggled through. Yeah. Uh, you were able, you've been that person to, um, you know, really push me through. You know, what's crazy, but is that his, his, he, my dad was his youth leader. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah, his brother became my youth leader and now i'm the youth leader to his brother's kids oh, wow. <laughs> full circle man yeah, yeah full circle <laughs> see how god works so, yeah you know my dad was able to mentor this guy and he's now he's able to mentor me and i'm mentoring his his nephews and stuff yeah. and so paul you know personally you already know so thank you so much for doing this and i know this is not the first i mean the last um you know, I, I know your wisdom on a bunch of topics. And so we'll have you back on speaking on some other things. But, I, you know, just for this segment, I just want to say thank you, brother.
2: Yeah, Hey, man. What an honor, man.
1: Bugs and man, you guys are doing the thing. Keep it up, bro.
2: I pray blessing and prosperity. Any other way I can support y'all, man, let me know, man. I'd love to represent Rock Big Goose wherever I'm at and uh, let the people know, man. You guys are Absolutely.
0: awesome. Absolutely. Thank so. you, Paul. You're listening to Big Goose Radio, Big Manny and Bugs. Let's sure. go.